The books are trending, they're affordable, and they may be in your back issue bin. Let's get into it. Another week, another list. We have Russ Bright. You're an Overstreet Press Guide advisor. Oh yeah, Tom, I'm excited about this list because there are some names that these people have never heard before, as well as the return of a fan favorite. Deadpool news, Wolverine news, and artist members need to be specking on at the list at number 10. Hit the like and subscribe. Ivan Tao's Instagram is an absolute must follow. We have Deathstroke, issue number 13, the 1 in 25 variant. Brand new this week, we are seeing $35 average prices right out the gate. And while Ivan Tao may not be a household name for all of you, he is absolutely an artist that you need to be following. I've been following this artist very closely because New York City Comic Con is next weekend and there are a slew of Banger covers, Miles Morales. We have a punchline that's circulating, very popular on Instagram right now. A lot of members are hunting for the Pink Ranger Kimberly variant. Oh, yeah. And you know he did a Hail Crow variant. Shout out Illust Umanati. Follow this artist on Instagram. I don't think this is the last time we're going to talk about him on the mic. This Deathstroke is piping hot. And it looks amazing. Now, with fewer people reading Deathstroke than a lot of the other DC titles, I think this one in 25 is going to be tough to find. It's a gorgeous red cover, and I love Ivan's distinct style. And if you're a fan of his style, you should also check out his Creepshow number one homage. It's an incredible web of Spider-Man number 32, The Craven's Last Hunt, where he's crawling out of the grave. It's amazing. Comic Butch in the house. Give him a like at the list at number nine. Captain Britain and MI13 number one coming out in 2008 and being specked upon for over two years because of Captain Britain rumors. This is where he joins MI13, the British version of the Midnight Suns. But this is also the first appearance of a character that began being specked upon back in January of this year. We're seeing a $15 average sale, $200 for a CGC 9.8 back in June, which is before we had this new news this week, but there are only nine 9.8s on the census, and there's a 600% increase in copies sold, so the book is a mover. Considering how perpetually relevant this book has been in the last few years, seeing only a total of 31 copies on the census in totality is very surprising. This is the first appearance of Dr. Faiza Hussein Inside sources strongly believe this character has already been cast. That is the key alert that went out this past week, causing a 600% increase in copies sold. And this would be a wild character to see on the screen, depending on if they give her the same power structures as she has in the comics, courtesy of the scrolls. So the creator, Paul Cornell, was actually talking about how she can remove an organ from someone's body, fix it on a subatomic level. But another one of the things that she has been known to do is stop scrolls in their tracks. So with Secret Invasion coming and with Blade tie-ins, where are we going to see her and how is she going to be utilized? This is someone who can literally see the molecular makeup of anything and take it apart and put it back together, including humans, which she does by mistake to her love interest, Black Knight, who's also in the MCU, making this a trifecta spec, which is why the book is blowing up. And the Blade movie, 
doesn't have some very good news this past week. Oh, wow. You guys need to go check out Reggie Collect's update on this because we're hearing that the director left because he doesn't like what's going on. The lead actor doesn't like the script. There's a lot of weird stuff happening in the Blade universe. I hope they're still making it, but Reggie will fill you guys in. Yeah, he's doing this like short-formed content on Instagram. He's been featured on the show many times, and I strongly recommend you following him on Insta. I'll make sure the link is in the description at the list at number eight. Yo, I am super stoked for my... Monday because after a two-year wait since I got the tickets, I'm going to see my favorite band of all time, My Chemical Romance. Hot damn. Tom, you know teenagers scare the living shit out of me. So number eight <laughs> on this list, we have Doom Patrol number one, written by MCR's lead singer, Gerard Way. This came out in 2016, and we love the young animal direction that Gerard was taking this in. Still only a $5 book, and we had a recent high sale in August of this year of $13 for a CGC 9.6. Not a lot of people specking on this book. Now, there are only 29 copies in total graded on the CGC census, and this is all about Casey Brink, who was rumored to make an appearance in Doom Patrol Season 4. She makes her first appearance in this comic book, and back in February, Key Collector Comics broke that news that she was rumored. And this past week, confirmed the news. Are you seeing the trend here? Utilize code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. You get access to the larger list that we source these 10 books from, and you support the show. So we had an 800% increase in copies sold because we found out this week that actress Madeline Zima is going to be playing Casey Brink. Now, while Madeline Zima may not ring any bells immediately, Twin Peaks, right? You will actually know her mostly from the Fran Drescher comedy, The Nanny, where she played the youngest kid, Grace Sheffield, and she did try to update her image by appearing in the first episode of the new season of Twin Peaks, where she had a much more adult role and ended up getting killed. Sorry, spoilers. Casey Brink is a character... In the comic book, within a comic book, some Donny Cates crossover vibes. He's a fan of MCR. I know he's friends with Gerard Way. Kind of paying a tribute to this classic comic book theme. Number seven on the list, Star Wars Rogue One adaptation number one. When this book came out in 2017, we knew there were going to be a lot of appearances, although we didn't know we were going to be still talking about these characters five years later. $20 average sales, $155 for a CGC 9.8. It's the first appearance of Cassian Andor, and if you're watching Disney+, Plus, you know they just released the new Andor show. We're seeing an increase in copies sold of 233% this week because multiple actors are either reprising their role or rumored to reprise their role in the new hit show on Disney+. Plus. This is a prequel to the movie, which was more mature in narrative, which is why I think it's really landing with the comic fam. When we had rumors that Forrest Whitaker was going to be playing his character Saw Gerrera again, that caused a bunch of interest in this prequel. Now, for those of you that have been paying attention, Rogue One are basically the people that stole the plans for the Death Star, and at the end of the movie, they all died. So this prequel really gives more backstory to a lot of characters that need a little bit more story. The comic book does the same thing, including first appearances of Saw Gerrera, Jin Erso, and fan-favorite robot K2SO voiced by Alan Tudyk. And now at the list at number six, a trending book that you may be able to get at your LCS, your local comic shop, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, issue number 24. Side note, Dr. Aphra, her first appearance in Darth Vader, issue number three, has dropped a little in price. 
The 9.8s are something I'm specking on. I think you should too. We have a $12 average sale on a book that has a $4 cover price. Brand new this week, $4 cover price right out the gate, but we are seeing them sell for $12 because drunkwookie.com came out with a little bit of speculation advice that people have been chasing. If you look at the number of red lightsabers, the Sith colored lightsabers on the cover of this book, you'll notice there's a substantial number of them. First team appearance of the Dark Seekers. This is really something that people are hoping will go somewhere. The bat looking creature mural in the pages of this comics has a flashback to a time before the Sith were allowed to be in numbers more than two. So this right here is a full appearance. We're seeing a full action sequence. And because the spec was primed before the release of the book, a lot of people went to their LCS to start buying this out. But you're mentioning that at your shop, a lot of members missed this one. When I left last night, we had a couple copies of each on the shelf still. So while people have been looking for this online, it doesn't seem to be big general knowledge. So if you're a Star Wars fan, this may be one to hunt for. You know what they've been doing for the last two years since the High Republic started? They've been doing little flashbacks, introducing characters towards the end of their lives sometimes, just so that they could then bring them back in a sequel series, a spinoff, and sometimes in the show. Well, the fact that we've seen Cad Bane and some of these other Black Chrysanthemum show up from 10 years prior, it's incredible to see how many new characters they're introducing to try and expand the Star Wars universe. With Marvel's acquisition, sourcing characters within the last decade, everything's fair game, especially when the needle moves so quickly when there's any type of announcements. And this right here is not the only Star Wars ongoing series being specced on. We have IDW's newly acquired by Dark Horse Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Now, we know that Star Wars fans are ravenous for anything new, and they are going to pick up as many of these first appearances as they can. And I know Marvel and Dark Horse are both willing to give them a ton of new characters. Next on the list at number five, two characters that don't need any introduction, Wolverine number 155 with an incredibly classic cover, homage to... Hulk 340 with Deadpool and Wolverine recreating that cover. $30 average sales, $234 for a CDC 9.8. As recently as April, we saw a newsstand 9.8 hit $700. And this is the conclusion of a two-part Deadpool guest appearance in the Wolverine run. It starts with issue 154, which also made that larger list that we reminded you about earlier on the list, the trending 20 on Key Collector Comics. See where that one landed, because both of these are spiking. We saw an increase of 540% after the news that shook the internet this week. The internet exploded this week with the news that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. And even with the release date of 2024 we are seeing every single book that has wolverine and deadpool in it fly off the shelves everywhere with hulk 181 and new man's 98 the respective first appearance of each character being heavily specced upon and a lot of that spec started playing out as we ramped up to d23 making both titles kind of volatile mm -hmm. to a degree we're seeing some records on hulk 181 but we're seeing some of the most average sales we've seen in two years for new man's 98 well they're both expensive comics and the team-up appearances the villain appearances the first meetup of characters have been one of the most specced upon and heavily invested key moments in comic books all year long 
This seems inevitable with this kind of news. This is a prime recipe for a roller coaster book, though. Everyone has to keep in mind that we have an announcement and the release date is like 18 months away from now. So while this book may be hot now, if you want to be patient, you'll probably be able to pick this book up in six to nine months for less money. If you want to support the show, we'd appreciate it. Give me an excuse to send you a Something is Killing the Children issue 25 David Mack Cutter cover. Going out one per box this month for the October mystery mail call. And at the list at number four, Fall of the Hulks, alpha number one that debuted in 2010. Last week's episode of She-Hulk has spiked it up an increase of copies sold of 900% for a book that could be purchased on average for $3 and a CGC 9.8 hitting 125. So you mentioned $125 sale for a CGC 9.8. It is worth noting that there are only 25 books graded on the census for this book and all 25 are CGC 9.8. And if you want to look even further, Dynamic Forces, shout out Nick Barucci over at Dynamite Comics. Nicky B! They offered a graded version of this book back in 2010 that was graded at a CGC 9.6 or higher. So it looks like Dynamite, Dynamic Forces, sent in all 25 copies, all 25 of them graded 9.8, and every single one of them was sold through the previews catalog. So let's break that down for anyone who didn't follow that because... Previews catalog is Diamond, the massive distributor of most comics, especially during that time. That was the only way really to get Marvel right. comics. They offered Dynamic Forces as a product, essentially pre-screened nine sixes or nine eights mm -hmm. of random comics that were coming out. Right. By chance, this is one of those books. And Intelligentsia, this villain organization, are all hyper smart villains that include Modoc. That include the leader, both antagonists, villains that are slated for the MCU. We know the leader was announced for Captain America 4, and MODOK has been confirmed for Ant-Man Quantumania. It is also worth noting that they have ties to Planet Hulk, and we know that Hulk is off on Sakaar right now, and ties to the Beyonder, and we have confirmation of Secret Wars. So is this a little bit of an Easter egg that's a throwaway, or is this kind of the start of a massive thing in the MCU? Only time will tell. We want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. We have this Omni-Man variant of Invincible number one that we're giving away on the next Trending 10. And where are we going to be? New York City Comic Con, baby. That's right. We're going to the East Coast. And I'm just going to take a couple seconds and show you the multiple variants that we made. I'm so hyped about it. This is going to be the biggest con we've ever done. I have... My biggest announcement possibly in my career in comics so far happening. So stay tuned for that on Thursday. I'm teaming up with Kickstradamus. We have a custom merch line that we're releasing on the Whatnot stage on Saturday, already scheduled on Whatnot. I have a Batman Beyond reprint of issue number one, Gabriel Del Otto variant, a team up with Carnivore Comics that we're going to release. We also teamed up on a Creep Show issue number one with Carnivore and the Golden Age Guru, as well as a Vanish issue number one with the Golden Age Guru and Carnivore Comics. There's also a Whatnot Wednesday Briar number one exclusive with Zoo Orzu doing an incredible cover and a Do You Poo that is blowing my mind, Tom. We have a Spawn tribute cover, a Clown Poo done by Johnny DeJardins, an epic team-up with 
Epic Nation Collectibles, another amazing seller on the Whatnot app. And that's not all. I've teamed up with my homie, Illis Umanati, on a Hail Crow variant, a homage to Biggie Smalls. We're in New York, baby, and we're bringing the heat. Link in the description, follow me on Whatnot, and hit him with number three on the list. Number three on the list, all new, all different, Marvel Point One, number one. Now, it seems like we are always talking about an all-new Marvel Point One or an all-new Marvel Now Point One or all of you things. Marvel had this really confusing naming convention. Worst name of any Marvel series. Truthfully, because we were talking about, you know, America Chavez for one of them, and then one of them has... I mean, it's like all of these characters. So this is a different one. This is the one that came out in 2015. This is the all-new, all-different Marvel Point One. Number one, it's the first appearance of Blind Spot. $10 average sales, $110 for a CGC 9.8 September of this year. The first appearance of Sam Chung, who dons a costume that makes him invisible, makes him the Blind Spot, actually teams up with Daredevil and becomes a sort of a sidekick in the comic books. Theo Chow which is a code name for casting that was released this month, is slated for Daredevil on Disney+. Plus. Who this Theo Chow is going to be is the question. Some members believe it to be the next Iron Fist, others blind spot, thus pushing this book up 1,200% increase in copies sold in a matter of seven days. Marvel made it a point that every single one of these point one books had a new person in them. So when you saw point one, it was a jumping on point. So if you see the Marvel now point one book, you need to make sure you make a point of picking it up because these point one books had a point behind them to be the point that you would be picking up the first point of a book. Thank you. Not to mention that this character was created by Charles Soule, who is absolutely killing it this year, let alone with his contributions to Star Wars. But 8 billion genies, Probably the biggest independent comic book to come out in the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. And Letter 44, one of my favorite comics that I've read in the last couple of years that has recently been optioned. Now, Tom, we talk about perpetually relevant books all the time here. And number two on the list is fast becoming one of those. I didn't think we would ever mention a West Coast Avengers book that would be perpetually relevant. But right now, number two on the list, West Coast Avengers number 46 is absolutely becoming perpetually relevant. We are seeing a $10 average sales and a $291 CGC 9.8 for the first appearance of the Great Lake Avengers, including Mr. Immortal. We've been doing this video, the trending list every week for over four years straight without skipping a beat, hot damn. And we started talking about Mr. Immortal, Back during the Immortal Hulk days, about halfway through the run when he appeared, everyone was joining that Immortal Hulk train, jumping on board, and him appearing moved the needle on this book royally. Then we had like New Warriors spec, and then mm -hmm. She-Hulk spec started circulating. Well, as of last week's episode, he made his introduction. It was hilarious, but I don't know if we're going to see him again. Now, while we have seen lots of rumors and trailers for She-Hulk of extra characters coming in, and they have been spiking books over the past month or so, are we going to see Mr. Immortal show up again? And the slew of characters that showed up in this last week's episode, are they going to spike next week's books? The inclusion of Mr. Immortal seemed like a comedic one-off appearance. We could be wrong, but it was so funny. I encourage the community to watch it. It makes sense why we're seeing an increase of a thousand percent since the debut of the show. But indeed, the heights of this book were reached earlier this past year when the rumors started. So that means that you need to be a little patient because the spec is determined by the impact the character has on screen. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to achieve the heights that it 
hits during the announcement and rumors when they begin to circulate. Number one on the list, make sure you hit the like and subscribe, Wolverine number 88. This classic Deadpool and Wolverine fight cover. This book is way more confusing than you would expect at first glance. This book used to be able to be found in dollar bins, $5 bins, and now is hitting $100 average sales. And after auction, this past week, a 9.8 has hit 810 Adamantium covered bones. Hot damn. Now this is absolutely moving because of the Wolverine Deadpool announcement and the high sale was on auction, but if you are patient, you can see buy it now is between $630 and $700 for a CGC 9.8. Now, the thing that you need to be paying attention to is there is a deluxe edition, there is a newsstand edition, and there is a non-deluxe edition, and some of these are really tough to find. Although CGC has sometimes included the newsstand differential on the label and on the census, it's only as of the last couple weeks that they've stated that they're going to make this massive change to deliberately notate and categorize them, which means that the census counts, the total copies being sold on GPA that have been tracked, unless we have the pictures of those sales, it's just a giant mess. That's really the difficult part right now, Tom, because if you're looking at about 350 copies that were not deluxe on the census compared to 1,200 plus that are deluxe on the census, do we know that some of these have been miscategorized? I am seeing confirmed sales on eBay where it's a deluxe edition that doesn't say deluxe on the label and vice versa. Back in 1994, when Marvel released this comic book, they offered an opportunity for comic stores to pay a little bit more money, which changed the price in the barcode. And that deluxe edition meant that it was higher paper quality. As a collector and a shop, most people were willing to pay an extra 45 cents. You'll notice in the barcode, the regular edition says $1.50. The deluxe edition is $1.95. Even on the newsstand, it says $1.95. Plus, under the number 88, it will say the word deluxe on your cover if you got the deluxe edition with the nicer paper quality. I would bet that most collectors only know about direct market copies, newsstands, and Mark Jewelers on average. This is something that's gone unnoticed, uncategorized for way too long to be able to pinpoint the rarity and the value. However, if we, you know, yes, take the numbers with a grain of salt, it appears that the census count and the sales and eBay presents way more deluxe copies in existence than non-deluxe copies. After looking on eBay and looking at confirmed sales for a while, I only found three that were not the deluxe edition. This book could be a needle in a haystack. There are total 23 non-deluxe sale 9.8s that have taken place according to GPA that we can't confirm this year versus 60 deluxe 9.8s that would include the newsstand as you mentioned. Also consider this, the non-deluxe has worse paper quality, making it a tougher book in 9.8. Curious things, comic fam. What do you think about this Deadpool news, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman news? And when we see you at New York, come say hi. You know, we'll be at the Whatnot booth. And as always, keep responsibly. Enough said. Join myself, this guy, and all my homies. We're literally getting the entire Whatnot Wednesday crew on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles at the biggest convention to be at next week.
I am so excited to be at New York Comic Con with everyone. Make sure you stop by the booth and say hi and check out these two videos. We made them for you. We out.